Here's the thing that makes life so interesting. The theory of evolution claims only the strong shall survive. Maybe so. Maybe so. But the theory of competition says just because they're the strong doesn't mean they can't get their kicked. That's right. See, what every long shot come from behind underdog will tell you is this. The other guy may in fact be the favorite. The odds may be stacked against you. Fair enough. But what the odds don't know is this isn't a math test. This is a completely different kind of test. One where passion has a funny way of trumping logic. So before you step up to the starting line, before the whistle blows and the clock starts ticking, just remember out here, the results don't always add up. No matter what the stats may say, and the experts may think, and the commentators may have predicted, when the race is on, all bets are off. Don't be surprised if somebody decides to flip the script and take a pass on yelling uncle. And then suddenly, as the old saying goes, we got ourselves a game. Seven minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. It is the kickoff hour, and we are live. We appreciate you being with us. Right now, we have got who's our uh, we got who we got in there. We got Stretch, yeah, Stretch Armstrong. He is running YouTube live in HD. He'll also be multitasking and take care of some of the phones today. If you call eight six six, we be big. But we are here and we are live today. Speaking of live, we have the uh, noon Bible study. It will be live today. So. Make uh, make plans to join us there. Will Amik could spend at any moment, uh, so a lot to happen today. We So we appreciate you joining us. Over to my left is Mr. Greg Burgess, and right in front of me is Michael Helms. How are y'all? Hey, hey. Y'all good. good? Yeah. I'm are real, we good, kind of? I'm real good. All right, real yeah, good. Real good. Today. I like real good. Yeah, yeah. Real good up, is good. Go. Yeah. Uh, I know that, uh, you know, you got, uh, um, you got a lot of NASA on your mind. If you missed uh, yesterday, Helmsy. Uh, let us know uh, how into NASA he is, and and we've had fun with that. Now he's um, he's he's leaving, in my opinion, not so much NASA. He's becoming an astrologist. Yeah, he's looking at the stars. I'm dabbling in both. Yeah, yeah. I got a good look at Venus last so I night. I like the nuts and, and bolts uh, of NASA, but as far as all that stuff, I, mean, I even got yeah. the, uh, Caroline involved. I said, "Hey, I got a I got a look. I got an eye on Venus out here. If you want to come out here and look," and mm-hmm. she said. She's playing right now, and I said, "No, no, no! <laughs> I'm not talking about Venus Williams." No, that would make sense. It's Australian because the Australian that Open would make more sense. Australian Open was on at the time. And, <laughs> See, she and, just surprises me. Where are you? were looking. Well, at. Yeah. Caroline was like, "No, Dad, Coco Golf beat her in the first round." Funny. I'm like, "I'm not. I'm talking about the planet." That's funny. I said, "If you if you don't care, no big deal." So she came outside and she goes, "Why are you out in this cold?" Somebody gave me a great app yesterday. Oh, here we go. And it, it allows you to do a lot of things. One of them is Star Trek. The other one is uh, it allows you to know where the space station is coming over your area. So mm-hmm. you can actually track it where it's at. Mm-hmm. And so I went outside and gandered around. And you can take your phone and put it up in the area. It uses your location based off the camera. And you can find different. Oh, that star right there is Sirius. Oh, that's there's the planet Venus. Now that is pretty cool. So I thought that was pretty cool. Little yeah, yeah. 
You can just so, point it up. Yeah. So it's easy for idiots like me. Yeah. Terry claims, Terry claims that we don't look up enough. Uh, well, on our little nightly walks. Yeah. Uh, now here, when it's been really cold, it's been during the day, but um, yeah. just right before dark. But the the last couple of times we've gone for walks, she's like, "Look at that!" And you're looking up, and it's a pretty sky. It's pretty pretty night, stars yeah. everywhere. I'm like, "Wow, look at that!" That's Learned uh, somebody sent me an email. Do you look up enough, Greg? No. <laughs> <laughs> somebody sent me an email yesterday though. and said, "Hey, just a heads up, the space station's coming over your house in in a, in like 45 minutes." If and they gave me. They said we do. He has a grandson that they do this together. Hey, it's going over. So, anyway, he emailed me. I thanked him, and and I uh, I missed that particular opportunity. But you get others. And what you know, in my mind? Now, if I can look up and go, man, look at that spaceship. Yeah, but that's not it. It was. What do you see, little? It's, you you little, see a dot. Just a light. Good night. You see a light. How is it, Gray? It's a bright. It's brighter than <laughs> what you think. But um, you've probably seen it before and didn't realize it was it. Uh huh. But um, I've seen plenty of lighted dots. <clears throat> but okay. he uh, all, all through my life, I've seen them. He came back and he he used this term, and I don't. This may be something him and his son uses, but I thought this was cool. He said he couldn't see it real well because he had too much light pollution, meaning there were too many lights mm-hmm. around right. him that yeah. he couldn't. Why did you say it was too bright? I just thought light pollution <laughs> was pretty good. You know, I, I knew you'll hear me throw that around now. Oh, that, that's my a goodness. little term when you look hey, at kids, stars. Kids, kids, <laughs> uh, we can't see it tonight. Got a little light pollution out there. <laughs> but you know, like I've looked up and seen airplanes flying at night. They're yeah. just a dot. Well, that's that's the thing. A lot so, of times, you may have thought it was an airplane. It was actually, the but it's still, space you know, station. what I'm talking about though. So, well, I mean, it's a dot moving. There's a right. plane up there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. I want to look up and see something that I've, I ain't never seen that. Yeah. You know, look, yeah. it says USA on it. Space yeah. station. Yeah, that so you can see it that clearly. Yeah. yeah I mean, right. I got moving dots every night in right. the sky. Yeah. Bunch of planes. A lot of stuff. We got a good area for that too. If you're plane watching, oh yeah, uh-huh. and they make a route. They they descend. Their descension, I guess, comes close to over our house. So you get a lot of that. I got certain areas I watch them too. I like to watch the planes. Oh my goodness. Well, yeah. now that makes a little more sense. Yeah. But uh, Brian in Meridian, Mississippi, has a question for you, Helmsy. Brian. Well, good morning, fellas. How are y'all? Hey, we're great. Hey, Helms. Uh, have you downloaded the Skyview app on your iPhone? Well, I, I've downloaded the satellite tracker. And then I, I bought this, uh, or maybe I bought the satellite tracker that has what that has the star thing that I'm talking about. Yeah, but I also yeah. bought this Sky Guide, or it might have been free. And it's a little, it's a little complex for me at this moment. Well, well, let me tell you, the Skyview app is completely free. Um, and it's live, real time. It, it goes where you're at, and you see, you just point it up to the sky, and it shows you constellations, satellite, yeah. space debris planets i mean anything you want to does all that look like and, uh, dots <laughs> yeah it's just a big old uh connected dot i'm sorry okay. brian i'm sorry I mean, you know what i'm saying yeah. i mean a dot's a dot i, Thank mean, I you, get brian. it hey that's cool all right so what you're saying you would like Wait the app. Look, look, there's saturn's rings <laughs> i can see the rings you know that okay yeah. so you would like uh an app where you point the phone up and then all of a sudden, it's like it zooms in. You can see like yes. the astronauts. Yeah, I want to see them like, oh, look at space walk. If yeah. they come by there, I think well, you can do that. You can just go to their. You can go that's, watch space. I'm talking about with a bare eye. Uh, well, Greg, I think that's impossible. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. So right now, we're just looking at a bunch of dots and lights. <laughs> right, right. So they could be an airplane. Greg, don't steal my. What joy. is my dot of an airplane any different than the dot of the space station? Hey, joy thief, <laughs> calm I'm just, down. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? 
Oh, what you well, playing with now? You playing I, with just I'm, 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 I was just happened to see where. So the next chance that I'll have that we'll have here is about twelve hours and fifteen minutes away. Well, hey, to see the international space. Uh-huh. Here's what's coming. His family, Amanda, and the kids. Everybody's birthday. He's gonna name a star after him. You know how you go buy that star <laughs> and they give him the star registry. This star is named after you, and they're gonna look at it like. <laughs> Probably won't do that. But, you know, you know what yeah, I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, how was the family reaction? What did you get for this? birthday? I named a star after you. Yeah. I don't, I don't. Which one is it? What is that dot? I think I don't know. <laughs> it's that dot. Look, no, my Daddy, family knows I'm a little off the <laughs> reservation anyway. Yeah. So they just kind of go, well, Dad's into that now. You know, okay. they don't. They don't. Caroline asked me yesterday. She said, "What's got you into this so much?" And I said, "I don't know. I'm just intrigued." And she's like, "Okay." And then she just moved on. Now has Amanda f- forbidden you to use any any money towards this kick? Because <laughs> well, I'm not. I probably. She, Amanda actually did not hear the segment the other day of me bringing up oh, the telescope. Didn't. And so when we were discussing this last <clears> night and I was having to explain to Caroline that, that Venus Williams was not playing on TV, <laughs> that it was actually Venus the planet, <laughs> Amanda goes, we really need a telescope. Now, Amanda, I'm going to be honest with you, Amanda will dabble in this too. Oh. She just won't be. She, now, her and Bubba will talk ham radio, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Amanda grew up in a house where her dad did a lot of ham radio. Hey, ship the shore, so ship the shore. anytime <laughs> Bubba brings up that, she starts texting Bubba about ham radios. So she's got pictures of when she was a child sitting next to ham radios. Do you think that's her. next for you? No, no, no. No, I'm, I'm, that's, not, not, that's not me. I'm, I'm going to guess that Caroline was more impressed with Venus, the tennis player, than she was Venus, the planet. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm just going to step so. Caroline was mad that I pulled her out in the cold weather to look yeah, at it. Yeah. 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 She was frustrated with that. It was pretty cold. It was. Yeah. It was. I can understand. Bless your heart. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. <laughs> 866, we be big, the number. We are live. It is the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big. Our number. We are live. It is the kickoff hour. I'm Speedy alongside the real Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. And uh, we got maybe come up with a name with this kick your own Helmsy. I'm not sure what it is, but Bubba's got, got to... me looking up CubeSat right now. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, this again, and, I'm and this looking. is where I feel sorry for Bubba and and Rick and the crew tried to warn him yesterday. Um, you know, this could fade. You could come in one morning and not care less about it. Uh, and I just feel sorry for Bubba when that happens. Cause right now I see him, he's coming in and talking to you a little bit more about it. Cause he thinks, you know, Hey, you're in. Yeah. And I just, I don't want you to break his heart. He threw some things at me a minute ago that were way over my head, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed listening. Right. See, that's the thing he's going to have to understand about this particular relationship. Right is I am clueless. I am a beginner. Mm-hmm. I am a baby. Okay? All I need is milk. Right. You know what I mean? There it is. And so when he, throw, <laughs> when he throws things out like CubeSat, I'm going to Google it and look at it mm-hmm. as I'm doing right now. Right. But I, he can't expect me to come back with, yeah, but they, you know, they did that with mm-hmm. that. Because I, yeah. I don't know. Right, right. So I don't want him to think that I'm not interested because I truly am. I just don't. I can't. My mind doesn't have anything to give back. Okay. Does that All make right. sense? Yeah. Yeah. So he needs, you're saying he needs to pull off on, on, on talking to He didn't over. spook me out of the greenfield. Okay. Right. Okay. I'm still out there and I'm, I'm feeding off what he's giving me here, right. but, but I don't have anything to give back. Is that okay. that milk you were talking about? Yeah. 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 All yeah. he needs is milk. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
From Preferably from, from Bubba. <laughs> from Bubba, which is okay. – I was just keeping score. That's hey, quite hey, a view right Preferably there. formula. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. In this situation. Uh, yes. Yeah. You I go to the source. <laughs> all right, so y'all tell me where you, you fall on this. We got another stupid poll out. I love all stupid right. polls. Oh, and um, it's, it's basically talking about movies. And it says that – and, again, it doesn't go into who surveyed who and how they did it. It just says 82% of Americans – have cried during a movie, according to a new poll. But out of that 82%, uh, they broke it down and said 71% of men have cried during a movie. And I'd like to know where y'all fall in that. Are, are y'all the 71%? When you say cry, are you talking about blubbering or just the I, I'll give you that. It does up. not break that down, but I'm with you. I have teared up. Okay? I have, and I, I, I know y'all find that. A, I, I'm, yeah. I can't believe. When I have to look away. Right. Was that during Titanic? No, Titanic didn't give me that way, but yeah. um, I can't remember. I mean, just certain movies. I yeah, don't know. Uh, I have I have teared up. Now I have not been like, <laughs> I haven't been like bawling. Inconsolable. Yeah, no. yeah. I, we tear up. Right. Yeah. I, I know that's embarrassing. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I have. Um, and it started real young too. Mm-hmm. I cried a movie. Mm-hmm. The first movie <laughs> I ever cried at was ET. ET. I was a young oh. young child, uh, probably eight. Eight years old, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe ten. Of course, my generation is O Yeller. Um, o Yeller's the first. One. Oh, definitely yeah. cried at that. That's my generation. Right. Um, there are several movies where I've cried, not like Step openly Brothers. uncontrollable weeping, not yeah. that, but yeah. What if, what if and it's <laughs> lost? It. Hey, look, listen. To this day, there we'll be watching things, and it'll be a moment. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a sad moment. I'll tear up in like a you know a heartwarming moment. Oh which yeah, is, which I'm you know trying to think of those will get me one. too. But there are moments where Amanda or the kids are sitting next to me, and I really got to like I got to really talk to myself, talk oh, myself yeah, through it, yeah, because yeah. I don't want them to see me crying in a movie. Eight six six eight six six. We be big. If I want to know if, what movies made it, you. And cry. I'll say this: there were, there have been moments where if they weren't around, I would boohoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Really? Yes, I'd lose it if nobody was watching. Uh, if I've ever been with a family doing that, and it's been a couple times, I'll like get up and go to the bathroom and just shake it off. Yeah, you yeah. have to. You know, just I have to dang get, allergies. In my mind, I have to go to a completely. <laughs> to drink? <laughs> I have to go to a completely different place. Y'all want to go? I'm going to the. <laughs> my nose, nose is running. Anybody want some ice cream? I'm getting some. <laughs> I'm sitting here trying yeah, to think. Yeah, I, I can go with that. That poll's pretty I know. accurate. Yeah. I remember in Twister I when they're standing there on the Twister. road. Twister. Yeah, that's a tearjerker. And dang it, <laughs> he loves truck's Twister. been hit and everything. I care about you. Yeah. And Dorothy's flying. Right. You haven't seen what I've seen. Yeah. And that destroyed your family. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're right. I remember that. Oh, boy. I remember that. Twister's got his moments. I would like to know from the audience, maybe in a phone troll, what. Oh, yeah, this what, is what we're doing what right the, now. What, I want to know. What movie you've cried at? We have got one line left. Uh, I can't really left think open. In particular. Mike in Florida, what movie has made you cry? Mike? The movie Armageddon. Oh, when he's oh, giving a speech to I, his daughter? Yes. Yeah. Gets me yeah. every time. Yes. Yeah. That's a good one. Any man with a daughter that don't cry at that can't yeah. be much of a man. That's, oh, there you I, go, Mike. I definitely Mike, go, I'm Mike. with you. There you go. Golly. Again, how about this? Just sniffles like. Has <laughs> 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 uh-huh. there ever been a movie that's just, I'm talking about you're just, you're down. No, but. Blake in Jacksonville. Maybe. Blake, what, what? movies made you cry? <laughs> <I didn't see> <laughs> 
Man, uh, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Huh? Is that any good? Oh, man, so good. That, that ain't so the one good. with Tom Hanks, is it? Isn't there two different? It is. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Mr. Ro- about Mr. Rogers. Yeah. So, so the yeah, Mr. Rogers movie. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it, so I can't Stretch Armstrong said it's made him cry, too. He just okay. waved at me. Wow, okay. Uh, let's go to Adam. Adam, 866-WE-BE-BIG in Huntsville. Adam, go ahead. Hey, what's eating Gilbert break? Uh, that, I don't remember crying in that one. <laughs> you talking about when his mother was so big when she died they had to burn the house down because they couldn't get her out the door? <laughs> yes, sir. That's the part. <laughs> <laughs> you remembered? Yeah, but it's made you tear up. No, it didn't. Yes, you, it you did. Need, I love oh, that. Wow. Hey, went, I love that movie. He though. went. We went right to it. That's a good movie. I'll Let's go to this. Tyler. Yeah, Tyler's. I'm same way with this. Oh, one. I've seen Golly. it too. Tyler and Boaz. Tyler. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, what's what movies made you cry? Eight seconds. Yep. yep. Okay. Lane, Lane Frost. Frost. Golly. <laughs> yep. Gets yep. me every time. Uh, you're right. Good night. All right. So what we're doing is. Uh, there's a survey out. It says 80, 82% of Americans have cried during a movie. It's, a, it's one of these silly surveys again. Yeah. But well, they broke it down even further and said 71% of men have cried during a movie. And, you know, hey, you don't have to be a man to call, but that's what we're hearing from now because you're admitting, hey, yeah, I've cried during this movie. What movie made you cry? Let's go to Jack, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Jack, what's up? Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, little little house on a prairie Christmas episode, man. Laura gets that saddle, man. That makes me cry every time. <laughs> Laura gets that saddle. Uh, David is in Huntsville. Eight six six. We be big, David. American Sniper. The end of it where they show yeah. the funeral procession. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, that's tough. That that's tough, tough right there. Yeah. I give you that. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. um, when they go that real footage and everything. That's there. There are two. Um, well, I'm a hush. I'm just uh, never mind. Well, there's right now. There's not a line available. Eight six six. We be big. We're gonna take a break. It <laughs> might continue here. Uh, what movies made you cry? It's okay to admit it. There, are, I've noticed that, that we've that all teared, we've all teared up. <laughs> we've all teared up a lot. There's uh, a, the there's scene a little... in the Patriot where Mel Gibson's son dies. Oh yeah, that, yeah. That that's a rough too. one for me. Yeah, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Dave 25 minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at MyPillow.com. Mike Lindell and the MyPillow team have some truly outstanding offers waiting for you at MyPillow.com. All you have to do is click on the radio specials button. When you use our special promo code Bubba for the savings that are simply incredible. For example, the uh, duvet covers are just $69.99, a $30 saving. Or you can buy any set of their Giza Dream Sheets uh, or the flannel sheets and get the other set absolutely free. They're now also making the best towels and washcloths you'll ever own. So, uh, And they're made right here in America, too. That's what's so awesome with American Cotton. You really have to try them out. Uh, they are super absorbent and uh, wonderfully soft. Just use promo code Bubba. They're also get, doing the buy one, get one free on the six-piece sets. So there's a lot going on at MyPillow.com. Also, don't forget the premium MyPillows are buy one, get one free as well. Or you can save 30% on their terrific mattress toppers. So you can't afford to miss all of this. They got the 60-day money-back guarantee plus a terrific warranty with it. 
Uh, and so uh, you need to go check it out. But you, you got to make sure that you, you click on the radio specials first. Then use your special promo code Bubba for all these great savings at MyPillow.com. Or you can go to RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, so um, we are moving here pretty fast. Uh, we're talking about uh, that 70, in this latest uh, poll here, 82% of Americans, male and female, have said, yes, I have cried during a movie. It doesn't say if it's boo-hoo or if it's just tearing up, uh, but then it breaks it down even further. 71% of men have tried or tr- cried during a movie. Uh, this is that scene from Seinfeld with He Bust George for watching Home Alone, Seinfeld oh, does. Remember this? What are you doing? You're crying? No. <laughs> You're crying from Home Alone? <laughs> the old man got to me. Oh, my. <laughs> I love that. The old man got So, hey, look, we've all been in a situation, if we just admit it, where we have at least teared up yes. and somebody comes in the room and you're like, oh, hey, man, how what, you doing? What's up? What are you doing? <laughs> Uh, let's go to Alan. He's in Huntsville. Alan, what's up? Morning, guys. Hey, what? So, what movie has made you cry? This one, you, yeah, if if you tell me you didn't cry during this one, and you're lying, it's uh, Rudy. <laughs> hey, this is Rudy. I'm the real Rudy. At what particular movie, moment, <laughs> Alan? Are you talking about at the very end? The very end. Yeah. I don't know uh, if I cried the- because that because Rudy was <laughs> such a bit, but uh, I, I admit. Uh-huh. Maybe chills. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's from when the when the when it shows his maintenance. It is definitely the, the, a change of emotions. When it shows the maintenance guy, he's like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yeah I'll I, give him. I, that. I'll give him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's the same. It's the same feeling point. I had at the end of Field of Dreams, where Costner and his dad are mm-hmm. throwing, making a little. So ca- that didn't affect me at catch. all because that was oh, it all, affected me. That was yeah. the most bizarre, weird. Yeah. Uh, I know. I don't get him. James Earl Jones suddenly's in it, and I go pick him up, and that was too weird for me to. Same feeling watching Secretariat. Now, I yes. had the same oh, exact yes. feeling yeah, there. Yeah, yes. yeah. Wow, I've teared yes. up a lot. I've just realized yeah. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, hey, this one. is Rudy. I'm the real Rudy. Okay. Oh, um, Field of Dreams was just so <laughs> – I couldn't wrap my head around it. All right, so Yancey – is it Yancey? I guess fe- a female is calling in, Adler said. Adler's been helping oh, screen up. Oh, a <laughs> chick. <laughs> Yancey? Yancey, I'm sorry. Yes, I am a female, and yes, my name is Yancey with a Y. All okay, right. that's fine. That's fine. Go ahead. What's, what uh, movies made you cry? Everyone you've watched? Uh, everyone, yes. Every single movie I've ever watched. Uh-huh. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Marley and Me, I yeah. cried probably 15 times during that movie. You know, oh, any dog wow. movie, I'm going to admit this. Thank you're going to make fun no, of no. me. Any dog, you started with Old Yeller. Uh-huh. But, uh, it, hey, uh, my dog Skip tore me up. <laughs> All right, Chris in Huntsville is wanting to, to weigh in on Marley and me. Chris, a chick just called, as Greg would say, and said that she's cried during this movie. It is sad. Well, she's right. That and a dog's purpose. Oh, yeah. I saw that, <laughs> yeah. too. Got me. Okay, so we dog teared up a lot. Me. Thank dog you, Chris. Dog movies get me every time. Right, right. All right, we had another Marley and me. Now, the gre- I was going to ask you about this, Greg. There's some. There's a couple of times in the Green Mile. No, one there, of my favorite movies, but I don't remember tearing up. Yeah, Eddie. So the Green Mile got you. Yeah, sir. Right there at the end of it, where uh, they put him in the chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everybody was all over. Didn't do what you got to do. It, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Speedy. <laughs> oh, is that I love, love that movie. Thank though. you. I watch it all the time. 
I don't squall a lot during it, but I like it. <laughs> Maybe when they took out Edward Delacroix, that might have got me. <laughs> right. Oh, when Mr. Jingles got stumped before they brought him back, I was a little upset yeah. at that. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm- Chuck in Cincinnati has got one here. Chuck. <laughs> what is yes, that? sir. Hey, what's up? Turner and Hooch. I've Turner never- and Hooch tears me up that's every a, time. That's a good I can't movie, watch too. Turner and Hooch. Yeah. Are y'all serious? My boys are yeah. all grown. What? And they Tom can't Hanks. Watch Turner and Tom Hanks. Does Hooch is in go movie. out in the end? It's, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. shot, and Tom Hanks is trying to talk to him. And oh, so right. I've never I mean, seen him. Mm. Yeah. Oh, good, no, it's worth watching. It is a good movie. Oh, thanks, Chuck. It is a good movie. I, I don't, I, I don't think I I'm going to tell you something else, and I, and I don't know what this says about me, but I, when Mufasa dies in Lion King, I get teared up. Mm-hmm. It's a freaking cartoon. <laughs> well, we're just staring at you, that's all. I, I mean, well, I'm yeah, just admitting it. Right, well, I got right. tore up during Stroker Ace. I remember I, mean, I couldn't. I was inconsolable. <laughs> Right. When, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so every line we have is ringing. I cannot believe this is taking oh, off. I guess because it's just so real. It is. Well, it, I mean, Everybody you know, can relate. Now uh, I've realized as we talk about it, I think I've cried at every single movie. <laughs> I know. I know. There's a lot of movies. <laughs> I, I have. I, now, look, I, I, I'll admit, I'll, I'll tear up if you don't watch me. I wish you'd start blubbering. Adler? All right, I got to admit, I cried during uh, Simon Birch. I related to the tiny kid with glasses. That was a good one. I got to work that, too. I related to the tiny kid with, (laughs) you know, birth defects and glasses and stuff. I was like, I am that guy. That's how life feels to me, too, kid. That's how life feels to me, too. Wasn't it weird when he killed his friend's mom with a foul ball? Yes. That was just, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming one bit. <laughs> also, recently, the animated Disney movie Coco I cried at. What in the world's wrong with me? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Coco will get you, man. Is that man. about Nick Kennedy? Coco. <laughs> Coco. Coco is it's a weird movie that it's uh-huh. even for kids. It's about the Day of the Dead, the Dia de los Muertos, the Spanish holiday. Uh-huh. What in the world? With the skeletons Calm and down. stuff. Oh, Calm down. down. The whole premise for the movie is so weird that it's for kids. But y'all, it got me. That's all I'm saying. It I got cried, me. Okay. okay. He cried. Right, Armstrong, Armstrong cried too. Armstrong told We're me his favorite movie clean. was The Sound of Music, so he's out. Yeah. <laughs> he's not allowed in the conversation. Do not <laughs> okay, all right. Stretch Armstrong's in there. He's helping screen, too. We're all coming clean. Y'all feel better at all? Not really? Uh, now, of course, here, them. here comes Adler with someone nobody's ever heard of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're trying here to get them all screened. They're coming in pretty hard here. Mark is in Mississippi. Mark, what's up? How y'all doing this morning? Hey, we're good. good. We're just admitting it. All right, so <laughs> I've never been accused of being a gymnast. And I'm about 55. and uh, You got some mail. I had to really, really – don't cut the button. I had to really, really get my eyes swelled down after watching Brian's song. Oh, yeah. Anybody, mm-hmm. says, yeah. anybody says they didn't cry at that one, they're, they're not breathing. Oh, I can yeah. remember. that. That's right there with Old Yeller, one of the first movies. Because yeah. when I was a kid, it would come on like the movie of the week during, mm-hmm. you know, twice a year or something mm-hmm. like that. Oh, it was horrible. Hey, we've talked uh, off air about this. Miguel ever given that speech? You know, in, any, or in the locker room? Yeah, oh, yeah. Any war movie. It's 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 tough. What about in Save It Private Ryan when he leans down and 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 basically he he says, you know, don't don't waste don't waste what I've done for y'all basically, and then it goes to the gravesite. Yeah, and and, yeah. and they're standing there with the family. Yeah, that's pretty good. And he asked, if, you know, if he lived a good life. Yeah, um, he earned it. I don't know. That's we were soldiers when the the wives are having to go knock tough. on doors. That's a hard one. Anything, any any war movie like that, I, I, it's yeah. that's tough. Um, a lot of a uh, lot of a lot of uh, calls here. We're going to go to JD. He's an Enterprise. JD, 
Hey, yeah, it's JG. I just remember, I can't remember, it's deployment number two or three. We were flying over to uh, overseas, and I'll never forget, at the end of the notebook, you could look around that plane, and there wasn't a dry. Was I know it. And my wife <laughs> oh, makes me man. watch that all the time, and he gets me every oh, time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you for your oh, service. We were like, hey, thank you for your support. So yes, everybody, was, everybody was crying on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all you know, have a good one. I mean, here they are going overseas, <laughs> <laughs> and they just did not a dry on the plane. That's so good. Uh, let's go to Blake. He is. I'm. A, I'm assuming that says that's supposed to be Coleman. What do you think? Uh, line Coleman, three. Yeah, uh, Blake. Yes, sir. Hey, buddy. What's going on? What movies made you cry? Oh, uh, Click with Adam Sandler. Okay. I, look, I, 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 know that I've seen I haven't back. seen it. Oh, it's, I don't it's a good movie. Let me think back. I don't remember that. I guess maybe when it's. I don't know. It's kind of a weird movie too. It's good. Yeah. Though. Okay. Matthew's in Mississippi. We're jumping back over uh, to Mississippi. Matthew, what's up? Morning, gentlemen. How y'all doing? Hey, we're yeah. good. We're just, you know, it, it feels better. I've realized I've teared up in a lot of movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's made you uh, tear up or cry? Have y'all hadn't seen the movie Pearl Harbor with Ben Affleck? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. When his buddy's yes, dying when at the end. Yeah. That's right. Tough. Yes, sir. When he's holding Danny right there in the end, when he's fixing to die. Oh, mm, yeah. Yeah. He told him he's going to be a father. Yeah, a he said, no, you are. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's oh, man. pretty rough. It is. Wow. Mike, yes, this is a no-brainer. Uh, yeah. I mean, this this one here, I've been getting some emails on, oh, on this yeah. one here. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know one that hasn't uh, cried in this one. Mike, go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm Mike from Clanton, Alabama. And, yes, sir. Uh, I watched the movie The Passion of the Christ. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, it inspired me so much that I actually, I'm a retired police officer during my law enforcement time. I, I carried a wooden cross during my police time on Highway 280 and and minister to people I don't even know. Oh, wow. Me... So, yes, sir. Yeah, that one wow, definitely Mike, gets you, thank buddy. you. Yeah. 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 Graphic. Wow. Mm, man. Uh, all right, so we can't get to all of you. Every line we have is ringing. Uh, no way we can well, get to everybody. at least we all realize we're not the only ones, so yeah, we all right. feel better about yeah. it. But Greg does want to hear from Greg no, at rickandbubba.com. I, I got it. We've covered them all. Uh, email him what movies made you uh, tear up or that's cry. That's okay. You don't have to. You notice as, as guys, <laughs> we've changed it from crying to tearing up just <laughs> yeah, to make ourselves feel better? I bet you blubbered here. Greg at rickandbubba.com. Send him your email. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We got eight minutes until top of the hour. It is the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba show. Rick and Bubba are on deck, getting their backs loose. They are ready to go. Um, hanging out, focused, and will join us after top of the hour break. Bible study live today at noon central. Uh, don't want to miss that. Will make it spend at any moment? Never know. Uh, all that happening. Don't forget, go to rickandbubba.com for all the information about the show. All the social links are there, upcoming events. It is happening at rickandbubba.com. All right, uh, as we come on back, there's a couple of things that we can discuss. Uh, there's some news out today. Major League Baseball. Derek Jeter uh, and Larry Walker elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. The story really is that Derek Jeter almost had unanimous, uh, I guess, every all sports writers all voted for him, you know, unanimous votes, all this kind of stuff, except for one person. One writer did not vote for him, so he got so he 99.7% <laughs> of the vote. I'm sorry, I'm not impressed with him. He was one vote short. 
of a unanimous selection to the Hall of Fame. I do want to hear from that guy. And yeah, I know we won't, curious. but I, I'm curious. Right. Is he just trying to be sharp? Yeah. Be that guy? You, you know the that. people that what everybody does, they want to do the opposite yeah. just because they, they seem more enlightened or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. So 75% uh, is, is the threshold needed to uh, make the Hall of Fame. Larry Walker, he got 76.6%. Some that just missed it, uh, and there's some names that, that you hear about uh, just about every year, it seems like. Kurt Schilling got 70%. Roger Clemens, 61%. Barry Bonds, 60.7%. Uh, it looks like they're going the opposite direction. That's there. what I was about to say. I, um, doesn't look like they're going to, to yeah. make it. Experts I don't think they uh, can be how, – how many more years or how yeah, many more times? I think it's, I think coming, it's coming up yeah. Yeah, where they're going to be removed, and, and I think that's sad. Yeah. I, I don't think you can tell the story of baseball without the ones that you're mentioning. Uh, experts believe uh, Schilling will uh, have the best shot at getting into the Hall of Fame yeah. next year, they think, uh, seeing, seeing that he got 70% this year. But, um, no, it's just the story is everybody is mad on social media trying to find that one writer that didn't vote for Derek Jeter. Now, I'm going to step out here, and I think it was Larry Walker. Have you ever read about Larry Walker's career? He didn't even – he was a Canadian hockey player. Yeah. He was in the minor leagues and didn't even know the rules. Of, I mean, like, pop fly, he took yeah. off running. Yeah. You know, didn't tag, and, and they were telling him to go back, and instead of, he was around a second. Instead of going back, he went across the mound. Try, I mean, he did <laughs> yeah, not yeah. know, right. but he's just a phenomenal athlete, yeah. and he could, you know, he was one of them when they'd ask him about bat, and he said, I just see it and hit yeah. it. Yeah. And wow, what a career in the Hall of Fame, wow. Yeah, that is something else. He, um, he is, I'm sitting here looking at some of his stats, and he has some, some impressive numbers. Yeah. But that's crazy. I did not know that about him. Yeah. When he first started playing, he really didn't even know the rules. Hmm. I think he was a goalie. I think he wanted to be a hockey player, but it didn't pan it's out. It's funny because I'm picturing a minor league player doing what you described. Like I've seen game. eight-year-olds do yeah. it, yeah. and and so that's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I All think right. he figured it out, sounds like. Yeah. Um, we'll save uh, – I know Kansas, Kansas State basketball, uh, they got in a big uh, big fight after the as the game was ending uh, last night. I saw that. That kind of went into the stands a little bit. Uh, we've got some other news out there today. Antonio um, – Antonio Brown, God love his heart, A-B, he cannot stay out of the he news. He cannot. Um, I'll tell you I mean, what, like, good night. This year it starts off with him with a huge contract. Yeah. And how do you end up where you're at now? I mean, how do you mess that up? I know. Um, wow. I just – I don't know. I, I don't get it. I really don't. But he and his trainer are allegedly – All he had to do was show up and play. That's it. Yeah. That's all – you know, that big money we're giving you, that's kind of what we expect. You show up and play. Mm. Do that. Show up, shut up, hit the field. Yeah, and you don't know if this any of this is true, but apparently him and his trainer allegedly battered the driver of a moving truck outside his residence, and uh, Hollywood Police Department said on Tuesday uh, he's a suspect in the alleged incident, but is not in custody and has not been arrested. Um, So we'll see how that plays out. But just uh, more bad news for him. Um, There you go. Um, uh, One story here that's just kind of jumping out, and we could go a a couple of different ways. Do y'all like? Vet accidentally euthanizes cat instead of oh. giving rabies vaccine. Um, it's a big wo- miss. Woman charged big. with tasing her husband while she, uh, when she found out he was partying at a nightclub. Love um, that. Buddy. Yeah, Love man that living in a grocery store ceiling keeps eluding cops. Yeah, you He's coming out. Credit for that. Yeah, there's a stuff. We got it. We got a fight here between a man and his boss over Trump, and I guess. It looks to be that the guy killed his boss. Oh my goodness! Uh, over politics. Wow. We got a Miami cop who identified as white as a rookie, and That's has solid. a history of racist complaints. Admits changing his race to black trying to get a promotion. Yeah. <laughs> Saw that yesterday. 
Y'all like any of those? How you where you want to go with this? I, uh, like we just, I, I just got one question on the cat. I mean, yeah. If you're fishing to euthanize an, an animal, wouldn't mm-hmm. you double check? Now, let me make sure I got the right one. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, it says Cause here because once you do that, there's no turning back. Hey guys, I know you're here for a shot, but I got bad news. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how. I mean, we have it all the time in in with humans where we. You know, oh, yeah. not all the time, but there are cases where we we operate on the wrong side of the sure. body, and yeah. mm-hmm. and we take you know we remove it the happens. wrong hand or whatever the case may be. But putting somebody to, to put, sleep, put and, so fluffy and, down, and, 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 and the wrong controlling one. a disease is two different things. But listen to how it played out. So according to the Houston, uh, uh, where I guess it happened in the Houston area, um, we got us a vet. Accidentally gave a cat uh, the euthanasia. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, Put it down. Euthanasia, the cat. Euthanasia medicine is what it says. The medicine to put it down. Right. So instead of the rabies vaccine. So the yeah. family comes and gets the cat. Oh, oh so you're saying okay. he didn't mix up that he just had the wrong stuff in there. Right. So oh. so it's, instead of the rabies vaccine uh, that they, they were supposed to be administering, they gave they euthanized the cat. Right. Okay, gave them the medicine. Well, apparently the doctor calls the, the, the couple and says, get your cat back here immediately. We gave her the wrong thing. We gave the cat the wrong thing. I guess it had not died yet. I guess. I don't know. So the doctor called them, says, please get Sophie. That's the name of the cat. Back here immediately. We gave her euthanasia instead of the rabies vaccine. I thought that was pretty immediate. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously they didn't get her there quick enough or they couldn't do anything, right? Or Or did it survive? Uh, it says while me uh, while uh, this is the lady while me uh, and the and my husband were able to get back the cat back to the vet it was reportedly too late to reverse yeah. the effects. Hmm. And that's a pretty uh, good mess up. That is a real big mess up. He could have done like Reuben Pfeffer did and uh, go get another cat that looks like it and paint it and give it back to him. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what about hey, Meet bring that cat back? We gave yes. you the wrong one. Yep. <laughs> hey, get another cat ready. <laughs> yeah, get one that looks like it. Yeah, that is a oops. What about that? When you look at him go, I'm my bad. Yeah, that's the conversation I can't have. I can't have that conversation. Sorry. Yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Here comes six minutes after the hour. Rick and Bubba show. How are you? Thanks for being with us. Excited for another day. Will of Mead is in play and hasn't spun yet this week, so it could happen today. Uh, we, we got a lot to do, but let's start with the national anthem. National anthem today, here's Leanne Rimes.
Eight minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. 26 years strong, still rolling. I know. I look, haters going to hate. I love the haters. Still here. Uh, we got Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba. I mean, we're, 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 we're in a stance. I mean, you could lay a board across our back. Our stance is perfect. As soon as we see the offense move, we're attacking. Rick and Bubba University, there's old Stretch Armstrong taking your phone calls today. He'll handle that for you and helping out Adler there on the YouTube option. You can get the Rick and Bubba show a number of ways. The Rick and Bubba Radio Network, uh, America's boldest radio stations, bold enough to carry the Rick and Bubba show for you. If you don't have a station or you get outside of the coverage, the Rick and Bubba tune-in app uh, has uh, streaming and uh, for you uh, live and best of shows. Podcast archives every day live on YouTube, uh, also archived on YouTube. iHeartRadio, if you have an iHeartRadio station that carries the Rick and Bubba show, you can hear them You know, if you're in their market. But if you're not, you can hear it on the iHeart app as well. So if you're getting the Rick and Bubba show, there's all, all sorts of ways to do it. If you're not getting the Rick, Rick and Bubba show, it's not because you can't. Something's wrong. you got to get. You got to put an effort in. I mean, get, use some of this stuff, and let's get it. Let's, let's make it happen. Uh, but let's get the whole team on the field. The other half of the two sexiest fat men alive is standing by and ready to go. Most of you know him better as the Silver Tongue One, the man with the golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and a master at a king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. Bill Bubba Rick Burgess, friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome in to Rick and Bubba. Well, my fall from grace was a sight to see. Good turn to bad, bad turn to misery. I found out what it is and what it's not. And all I ask for is showing what I got. No. Sing it, boy. I hope you're all right today. I'm Dandy. I hope you are good. Hope everybody else is doing well today. A little chilly across most of the country. Loved it. Uh, passed a well digger on the way in, and he confirmed that it was cold. That's good. Um, how about this? I'll start our time together today, the whole team, with an interesting fact. Okay. And it's going to date us a little bit, but those of you that uh, that are you know old enough that you remember the the wide world of sports. Yep, yep. Uh, Jim McKay. Oh, yeah. The thrill of victory, the agony of defeat. Oh, yeah. What an interesting fact I've got today, gentlemen. I must warn you, stop what you're doing because this is an interesting uh, fact. Bring it on. I'm ready. So, you know, uh, we love him, Steve Farrar. Steve Farrar, if you don't know Steve Farrar, he's probably best known for writing the book that uh, is probably one of the best uh, men's ministry books that, that were ever released called Point Man. And uh, now he's written many since then, and they're all good. And, 
and they're great stuff. But uh, he's uh, he speaks, he teaches, he's pastor, been a pastor. Uh, so now in the world we're living in, I can hear Steve Ferrar's Bible study. And he does semesters, and he takes breaks, and he started back. So he started a new series. And so I was fired up, and I was listening to it on the way to work. And he brings up the wide world of sports. And uh, so he says, there's this moment, and he, he's talking about we're about to start a trek through the Psalms. And he's talking about that basically the Psalms is always kind of a pathway. And, and he said most people love the Psalms when they're in times of despair. Uh, and he, so he says, so you got, you got, you got the, you know, you got thrill of victory. He goes, and then you've got some drunk Yugoslavian bar, uh, barber. And I went, what? <laughs> he goes, oh yeah, I checked it out. He said, this guy was a barber. You're talking about the agony to defeat guy? Yeah. Yeah. In, in, in Yugoslavia, <clears throat> he, he, he got on the Olympic team and was drunk. He said he was so drunk when he got in his squat, he said he couldn't, Wait even, a minute. He, he couldn't even, uh, hold himself up and he t- takes off. Down the hill, completely drunk. He said, "What you're watching is a drunk who who falls." And and he goes and, and he goes, "No, no." He goes, I, "He goes." I looked it up. He said, "Yugoslavian barber is what he did for a living, but made the Olympic team." And he said he was about twelve beers in and tried to go ahead and do the jump anyway. Thought he could do it, and he was so drunk. That's what we're watching. Uh, well, it was famous. Wow. Yeah. And so I, the agony <laughs> defeat guy, right here, yeah. this guy. He said. Yeah. He said. He God, said, he busted. He said he was drunk. He said he thought he thought he, he thought he still could make it happen. Good night. So now, what, Are you serious? What, what country? Yugoslavia. So they were kind of like when Eddie the Eagle made it. Maybe they didn't have a lot of people in that sport. So mm-hmm. here comes a barber who yeah. thinks he can ski jump. And said he got there and got to enjoy the village a little bit. Sure. And uh, <laughs> he loved the social aspect. Yeah, of it. But but said that he thought he could still. Do it off that he wasn't that drunk. Hey, he was incorrect. He said the problem. Well, he said what you see is he said you know how they get down. They have to get. He's, when he did that, he said he starts losing his balance and he just like, hey, takes off. It's, I didn't know that. Did y'all know that? No, he said he, he referred to some drunk barber. Yeah. And when he said that, I went, what is this Ferrar talking about? Some drunk Yugoslavian barber. And uh, and he says hey, he goes no no I research it get ready for the bout. You know how you just guys. Oh, no guys, I, I can tell you I've already looked into this. <laughs> hey hey, cut the crap. So so anyway, um, that's uh, that's funny. I, so when I heard that, I never, never because how many well, times I, I, how many times have we talked about the wide world of sports? If you're our age, Saturday in the wide world of sports, yeah. and Farrar said the same oh, thing. He goes, awesome. Look, a lot of y'all don't even know what yeah. I'm talking about when I say wide world of sports. I'm like, Farrar, I know. And then he yeah. drops an interesting fact. Look, I mean, that guy really <laughs> he, is hard, he does. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to look that up too. They don't mention he was drunk. Yep. Look right here. <laughs> he sure does look like he was, though. That was a that was a awful fall. <laughs> it really was. I, I didn't know that. So uh, we'll keep rolling. Fifteen minutes past the hour. Much to do on the Rick and Bubba show, and we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Rick 20 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us today. Well, 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 here we go. Um, Yesterday started uh, the impeachment trial of Donald Trump. So this is, um, it's hard for me to keep up with it all. Uh, This is the Senate that is going to, this is now the, House has voted to impeach, and now the Senate is. This is the trial for yeah, removal. Yeah, this is this is the trial for removal. For removal, okay. And right. uh, they uh, there's been a couple of rule changes. Uh, 
Majority Leader Senate, uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell Tuesday reversed an earlier call uh, that the opening arguments would only take place over two days, made it three, and uh, he has agreed to let the House inquiry uh, transcript become evidence in the Senate trial. Now, the other 11 Democrat proposed amendments were all shot down. Um, and this thing went on, you know, to like two in the morning, and Judge Roberts had to had to get on both sides for calling each other bad names really? at one point. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you saw any of it. It, it is a zoo of the highest level. It really is. Yeah. So we have um, Jay Sekulow. Jay Sekulow did a good job. Yeah. I like Jay. And and he, his opening statement is about five minutes. It went. We may not play all of it, but uh, we are going to play some of it because this this is. This is kind of that theme we were hearing the other day from Dershowitz and some of them saying, "We really, what, what are we even doing here?" Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, so he's now going to try to address them. And, he, and you said he got kind of aggressive as far as you know, saying, "Look, this," and he's, he's like calling Schiff well, out. And, yeah. yeah, well, it's good. You, right, you right, hear right, it. Right, okay, right, here it is. The manager said, "Facts are a stubborn thing." Let me give you some facts. It's from the transcripts. Ambassador Sondland actually testified unequivocally that the president did not tie aid to investigations. Instead, that he acknowledged any leak he had suggested was based entirely on his own speculation, unconnected to any conversation with the president. Here's the question. What about the aid? Ambassador Volker says that they were tied, that the aid was not tied. Answer. I didn't say that they were conclusively tied either. I said I was presuming it question. Okay. And so the president never told you they were tied. Answer. That is correct. Question. So your testimony and Ambassador Volker's testimony is consistent. And the president did not tie investigations, aid to investigations. Answer. That is correct. Ambassador Sondland also testified that he asked President Trump directly about these issues And the president explicitly told them that he did not want anything from Ukraine. I want nothing. I want nothing. I want no quid pro quo. Tell Zelensky to do the right thing. Similar comments were made to Senator Johnson. Those are the facts. Stubborn. But that's the facts. No one is above the law. Here's the law. As every member of Congress knows, undoubtedly aware, Separate from even state secret privileges is the presidential communication executive privilege to communications and performance of a president's responsibilities. The presidential communication privilege has constitutional origins. Courts have recognized a great public interest in preserving the confidentiality of conversations that take place in the president's performance of official duties because such confidentiality is needed to protect the effectiveness of the executive decision-making process. In Ray Seal cases, that was decided in the District of Columbia Court of Appeals. The Supreme Court found such a privilege necessary to guarantee the candor of presidential advisors and to provide a president and those who assist him with freedom to explore alternatives in the process of ultimately shaping policies and making decisions, and to do so in a way many would be unwilling to express except in private. For these reasons, presidential conversations are presumptively privileged. There's something else something else about this privilege. Communications made by presidential advisors, again quoting courts, and by the way, 
lawyer lawsuits? Lawyer lawsuits? We're talking about the impeachment of a president of the United States, duly elected. And the members, the managers, are complaining about lawyer lawsuits? The Constitution allows lawyer lawsuits. It's disrespecting the Constitution of the United States to even say that in this chamber. Lawyer lawsuits. Here's the law. Communications made by presidential advisors in the course of preparing advice for the president come under the presidential communications privilege, even when these communications are not made directly to the president. Even when they're not made directly to the president, advisor to advisor. Given the need to provide sufficient elbow room for advisors to obtain information from all knowledgeable sources, the privilege must apply both to communications, which these advisors solicit and receive from others, as well as those they authorize themselves. The privilege must also extend to communications authored or received in response to solicitations by members of a presidential advisor's staff, since in many instances, advisors must rely on their staffs to investigate an issue and formulate advice given to the president. Lawsuits. The Constitution. A dangerous moment for America when an impeachment of a president of the United States is being rushed through because of lawyer lawsuits. The Constitution allows it if necessary. The Constitution demands it if necessary. Thank you, Mr. Chief Justice. So the point is kind of what Dershowitz was saying, and, and Jay Sekulow uh, is making the point. Everything we're here about that is even alleged is allowed, and there, there's nothing that, that we should be this should, we shouldn't even be here. Well, one one of the points he was making, and, and it was a little broader. It was, it was really more comical when he was dogging the managers from from the Democratic side. But we won't delve into that now, since John Roberts has admonished everybody. But. Um, Rick, the, the thing was on the obstruction justice, obstruction of Congress, they're saying, well, we're charging you because you won't come forward with the things we want. And and they were making the point, well, even the president is allowed legal counsel. Right. And his legal counsel said these people don't have to come forward because of executive privilege. So now you're charging him because he's claiming privileges given to him in the Constitution. Which are there, yeah. Uh, it's like if you, you know, you, you do not have to testify against yourself. Okay. So if you decline comment, that's like them saying, well, you're guilty because you didn't comment. You can't do that. You can't charge someone for using their constitutional rights. And that's what they were doing. They were kind of saying, well, we're bigger than that. We're more important than right. that. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just a bunch of minutia. It's, it's sickening really if you watch much of it. Uh, that that this is going on in our country when we have so many other projects we need to be working on, and so many good things going on in our country right now, as far as our economy. Yeah, and and meanwhile the president is uh, giving speeches, and 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 we were just talking about when he says the things he's saying about man-made climate change and saying it where he's saying it. Yeah, it's just it's just hilarious. I mean, it. it I mean, it's just. <laughs> it, 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 it's. Uh, let me tell you, if you ever want a soundbite, the president is always prepared to provide one. Yep.
He's there for you. So we'll go through this whole process with the Senate. and Day two today. Barring some kind of bizarreness, which, I mean, anything can happen. Yep. It will probably end up where we all think it will, and the president will continue to be president. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Thanks for being with us today. Uh, CarShield.com. Are, are you under the CarShield? You got this covered. Are you under the CarShield? Well, uh, look. We like our computer systems and our cars, trucks, and SUVs. It is the new normal. And buddy, with that comes all. You wouldn't believe the things. I, I'll tell you a story about this later today. This thing will be trying to deal with the, I love technology, but I don't like when technology doesn't wait to be called on. And I'll discuss that coming up later. So, but anyway, if, if one of these things go bad, Bub, you ever had a sensor go bad? Oh yeah, Rick. Mm-hmm. They're tough to find. Sure. Sure. You know what they're proud of. Them. Yeah, oh, yeah. So once you leave the manufacturer's warranty, everything that's going to happen with that automobile is going to be on you. Unless you'd like to go to the car shield and say, I'd like to extend a warranty. And I want one of your game plans for, for my automobile. And, and then once you get under the car shield, you have something happen and you're stranded 24-7, roadside assistance. Hey, uh, I need my car fixed. No problem. If it's a covered repair, car shield says we'll deal directly with the mechanic of your choice. Uh, you want to do the dealership. You want to do some mechanic you trust. If they are, they are ASC certified, we'll deal with them directly. And uh, here's a rental car for you while that automobile is being repaired. And then when it comes back, we'll take care of it. And you're out nothing. We'll pay them directly. Uh, does that sound inviting to anybody but me? But go now to carshield.com, and they are the number one auto protection provider in the country. Uh, if you use the promo code Bubba online there at carshield.com, or if you call 1-800-CAR-6000, that'll save you 10% on the plan that you choose. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. All right, so we know that um, that we heard Jay you know, Sec- Secolo. Is that how you said him? Yeah, Secolo. 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 I've always struggled with his name. Well, and, I, I didn't until now yeah. when you said that. <laughs> yeah. So I've heard him be interviewed a lot of times by Hannity and all that, and I know who he is, and, and I think that he's going to be great in this role. But really, let's be honest, he's, he's the straight-up lawyer. He's out there fighting. But nothing thrills us more about just the disgusting stuff that, that the, the, the left tries in this country. There's no one we love to hear disgusted more than our blaze brethren, Mark Levin. Oh, Rick. Mark he he Levin, is disgusted with the best of them. I, lo- I love Mark Levin. I, I love his irritated voice. I love his <laughs> high pitch. And now he, uh, uh, on Blaze TV and, and on his program, he said, you know what? I'm going to show you what I would do if I were given the opportunity for an opening statement. Right. And uh, so uh, uh, here's uh, courtesy of our brothers at Blaze TV. Here's Mark Levin. If he could have an opening statement. <laughs> Can you hear it? Mm, Try it now. Try it now. We're going to do something a little differently. Look, standing. I'm going to represent the President of the United States (laughs) on the floor of the Senate in the opening of the so-called impeachment trial. (laughs) Now that you've heard the President's lawyers and Mr. Schiff, I just felt maybe I ought to take a shot at this. He's so put out. Here it goes. Thank you, Senators, Mr. (laughs) Chief Justice. House managers, and the president's legal team. We are here today not to defend the Constitution against the president of the United States, but to defend the Constitution 
from the House managers. Two of the House managers were chairman of two of the so-called impeachment committees in the House of Representatives. Mr. Schiff, you know well, was chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. Mr. Nadler was chairman of the House Judiciary Committee. And they come here before the United States Senate, 100 senators, 300 million Americans, the Chief Justice of the United States, and they say, we need witnesses to prove our case. And if we don't get witnesses, it's a cover-up. It's a sham. We need a fair, impartial process. The United States Constitution could not be clear. The framers could not have been clear. After debating at length the impeachment clause of the Constitution, they came up with very specific language on what the House can do if it seeks to impeach a president. The House is limited in what it can do to start the process of removing a president of the United States. Treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. As I stand here before you today, they have presented no information on treason, no information on bribery. Those words don't even exist in their so-called impeachment charges. And other high crimes and misdemeanors, meaning other offenses that are, are as serious as treason and bribery. Where is it? Just tell us. Where's the treason? Where's the bribery? What are the other high crimes and misdemeanors? So what did they do? They amended the Constitution of the United States illegally. They changed the language to fit their narrative. And now they come before the United States Senate and say, if you don't accept their narrative, if you don't expect, accept their impeachment charges, then you, you, the United States Senate, you're involved in a cover-up. There he is. So it's, um, <laughs> there's a, I'm glad that there's voices out there making it clear what's going on. I just hope, um, because sadly when you're dealing with politics, and I'm not saying I think the president's going to be removed, so don't, don't hear that. But I'm also, there's just a little bit of, there's just a little bit of angst for me to double down on that and think there's no way that would happen. Right, right. And, right. and, and I'll tell you why. Because everything that, that uh, you know, Jay Sekulow has said is correct. Everything Mark Levin just said is correct. But the people of the United States are not making this decision. Senators are going to make this decision. Politicians mm -hmm. are going to make this. And if I'm a politician – you can tell me all day long what the Constitution said, but if I want to do something, and I've already shown you that I will disregard the Constitution, it, you know what I'm hearing? I've already showed you I don't care about that. If I cared about that, then yeah. I know what it says too, right? So now we're really down to politics. That's it. And this is a political Procedure. If it was a legal procedure, it would have been thrown. Oh, out. it's already gone. Yeah, it's already gone. So, do I think that there's could be? And I'm not some conspiracy guy, but do I think? But I'm, I'm going to tell you this: I don't think this is a conspiracy at all. And I, I think everybody in this room, if I from all your commentaries over the years we've been dealing with this during the Trump run, it seems like we are on in agreement. And correct me if I'm wrong. That the whole what's the word I'm looking for? I can't think of. 
you know, th- this is how, you know, you ever been part of an organization and you can tell pretty quick that they're mad that you're there to mess up what they've all been doing for a long period of time. Yeah. Right. You're, you're right. kind of here yeah. to kind of take our little world we've created here and turn it upside down. We don't yeah. like it. Yep. You know, I've, I've had, the, I've had, you know, a couple of times been invited to be part of something and pretty quick you get in there and realize that you being invited to be part of this was kind of a, it was for show, but they're really upset now that you're trying to take the way they do things and, and yeah. say, yeah. I, I'm not sure we need to keep doing it this way. So politicians, do see themselves as kings, whether they should or shouldn't. And I'm not saying every politician. I'm, I'm glad there's some people that don't see it that way. But but Trump has come in, and he has messed up things for Democrats and Republicans. And, um, and sometimes the system that you're trying to, to go against, if they get a chance to relieve themselves of you and to go back to the way things have always been, you know, how many times – I've seen this happen in churches. I've seen this happen in schools. I've seen this happen with organizations. I've seen it happen with teams where somebody comes in and they think they were hired to actually have new ideas and to change the way things have always been done. And when they got there and started changing the way things have always been done, they got fired. Yeah, shut down. And they, mm-hmm. and when you talk to them, they go, I thought I was mm-hmm. – I thought y'all said y'all were going to try something different which is why I'm here, but then when I'm doing things different that I thought I was hired to do, y'all, y'all got rid of me. Because you know why? When the person started doing things different, those that had been just so rooted in the way things have always been done and their little setup and the way they liked it, they complained and, and beat back against that person so much the person was removed. Now, do I think the president's going to be removed? No. Do I think you can 100% bank on that? I don't think that either because politicians and politics is a dirty, hey, hey, we've killed people. There's people being killed on this pursuit of power, mm-hmm. and power is intoxicating. And though we are a constitutional republic and we've limited the power, over time these government people have, have found ways to give themselves power beyond which was ever intended. And to try to get them to give it up, <laughs> It's uh, you talking about the deep state, Rick? Mm-hmm. I am, and the deep state has people that have R's by their names and D's by their names and I's by their names because they think it's sharp to put an I there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just there's just something. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I know that, that's I know not my prediction. Well, that's not you, my prediction. You, you know, I, but I, all these speeches are falling on deaf ears, by the way, because they all already know that. They're just they're just doing it anyway. I heard a reporter right. yesterday, and he he was he was pretty good. He said it's all about the numbers. He said here in D.C. there's only one thing that matters: numbers, numbers, numbers. That's right. And they, they're talking about votes. And McConnell had to backtrack on on the days that they wanted to hold it, and if they would look at holding some of the, you know having these witnesses because he had a Republican senator from Maine who said she wouldn't support it if they didn't. Well, the numbers are so close, he's got to have everybody. Plus, not only does he have to get through this, she is facing a pretty stiff challenger coming up in the next election, and she was the one who gave the the go-ahead vote to Kavanaugh. So they're already on her at home. And But, you know, I've always kind of thought, if they're not going to support you and do what you're doing – what good is it to have them with an R by their name yeah, anyway? Not that, the way you yeah, it's kind of the flip side. So, but he's got to he's got to to keep up with his numbers as uh, far as voting on these things. He's got to be sure that his members 
can go back and win their election so he still has a majority. I mean, it's, it is all about the numbers. I'm saying it's – I'm not saying it is a daunting opponent, but it's not a homecoming game. Well, and we're down to the fourth quarter in this thing, too. Right. There's a lot going on. Yeah. And, you're, and we're kind of helpless at this point because we've already sent the people that represent our votes. But you've got to hope they do the right thing. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. All right, much to do today. Don't forget, it is a Wednesday, so Wednesday Bible Study is back. It'll be live on our YouTube channel at noon central time, 1 o'clock Eastern, and then archived soon after uh, on our podcast channel and our YouTube channel, and there'll be links provided on all of our social media platforms. If you want to see past studies, you can go to BurgessMinistries.com, uh, click on the Listen button, and uh, you can see the last three and a half years worth of Bible studies. And then some of the more recent ones over the last maybe year can be found on the YouTube channel, too. Hey, uh, also, uh, looks like Rick and Bubba University, the podcast this week, uh, we, uh, we're going to be talking to Josh McDowell. And excited about that. We'll, we'll uh, actually tape that tomorrow, uh, and then that'll be available for you this weekend. And uh, I remember the last time, you know, when uh, we had the um, – had Josh on the show and got part of a tour they had going on. Uh, you know, he's written some incredible books and he's yeah. so great about defending the faith and and talking about that. But he's got he's got some, some events that he's doing uh, that we're going to you know be taking on a, a fresh topic with Josh McDowell that I think will intrigue you. Uh, so uh, be uh, be paying attention for that coming up uh, this weekend when Rick and Bub University releases the next episode. I think we're now this should be episode I think like sixteen I think. You believe that? No, I know. That went I by know. fast, didn't it? Because <laughs> uh, so, think about it. There were a couple of weeks we were on vacation. So yep. we've been doing like, you know, this Rick and Bub University podcast for like 18 weeks now. Yeah, back in the summer, wasn't it? Uh, fall? It was, it was in the fall, yeah, September. Uh, somewhere in there. Probably later than that, but that's what I remember. Um, all right, so um, I was going to um, – so, well, oh, by the way, on Mark Levin uh, with Blaze TV, uh, certainly we, we were partners with them and, and thankful for that. If you want to see the entire 38 Minutes – uh, Mark Levin actually does his, if he could do the opening statement for 38 minutes. Uh, but anyway, so we put that in show notes. If you want to find time to go stood and stood the whole time. Yeah. Stood the whole time. So, <laughs> so we just took the first, you know, three minutes of it, which was plenty. But Mark makes a pretty good opening argument. Don't you think? He really does. But uh, we'll, we'll see. And look, I'm not, I'm not trying to scare everybody. Like I think there's going to be a president removed or anything like that. I, I'm not saying that it's just, you know, and, and the speedy was telling me in the break, I didn't hear it yesterday, but it's kind of what we were talking about, and I totally agree. Uh, what Limbaugh was saying yesterday is you have to understand the deep state, which we would say people who try to use power that was never given them uh, by the founders and the framers, the people who love the sweet deal they have in Washington, this really is them not trying to remove the human being, Donald Trump. And, and, and Limbaugh, I, I'm sure he communicated this brilliantly, he said they're really trying to remove America's point of view right now. They don't like the attitude of the people that they want to rule over, for lack of a better term. And uh, so really, you know, you hear them do that. I mean, you, especially if you listen to the left, they're rejecting because all, all the supporters of Trump, you're not, you didn't provide a solution for America in their eyes. You, you're the problem. And, uh, and you've messed their gig up and they don't like it. 
And and so it's really a rebuke to all of you and and me who who said when I looked at the choice of Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, I couldn't go with Hillary Clinton. And how many years do we keep saying, man, we need somebody to come out of the private sector and, and to get in there? I mean, they don't know. And and so American people finally did that, and they don't like it. Yeah, and uh, so I think the power the people always have in this country <clears throat> is to terrify your senators and your representatives and, and to let them know that to reject the people's choice when we've set up limits, eight years is max, and to reject the people's choice till that time is over, that you will pay a political price for that. Or don't upset everybody. Yep. Yep. And so Well, they do respond to pressure, that's for sure. Well, they've proven that, haven't they? Hmm. Yep. So so anyway, so that's uh we'll we'll update you uh, more as it comes on. Something about I don't like the fact that Justice Roberts is in charge for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I, right. I still I still remember I still remember his uh, Obamacare vote that st- came out of nowhere, by the way. Still remember that. That makes me a little shaky. Also, yesterday we talked about coronavirus and here we go. Here it is. Uh, it's in fir- America now. First case of China linked uh coronavirus is reported in the US uh, and uh, and they're calling it the mysterious pneumonia like virus that has killed at least 6 people and sickened some 300 others since it was reported in the Chinese city of something looks like Wuhan yeah Wuhan. it was even being called i heard one report they call it the Wuhan Wuhan virus and I'm like, wait a minute, is there another one out there? Okay. Wuhan. But it's yeah. the same one, Corona and Wuhan or whatever is the same one. Yep. So, so all right. So the but what so I was like reading yesterday, is, it's almost like the coronaviruses. It's like that's there's an umbrella of viruses under that heading. Really? Almost like it. That's what it's called. It's called a coronavirus. <laughs> oh, really? The is death I, toll is up to nine. Is that? Do I have that right? And uh, so even from that report oh, this goodness. morning, yeah, it's up that to was nine. Just, yeah, that was published. But uh, here's. I heard the guy in the United States, the public health, whatever, he said, do we have a game plan for this? This is actually something that we don't have mapped out. Mm -hmm. We have a playbook for this, and we all should be fine here. Okay, to to – I'm just trying to ease Greg's mind. Mm -hmm. He's been worried about it all morning. Greg, is is coronavirus bothering you? Nah, you know. That's kind of like saying, stay out of here. (laughs) 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 That's so honest right there. (laughs) I just want to stay out of Jefferson yeah. County, Calhoun County. It'll be fun. Yeah. How about, how about this? If I could ask you, stay out of Bama. Yeah. Don't at bring least, it in At least here. stay out of Bama. At least stay out of Bama. Uh, but if not the U.S. You are right, I think, Speedy. I see here it says coronavirus can, can cause a range of illnesses. Ooh, oh, Speedy wow. knows. From the common cold to severe know. acute respiratory syndrome. CBD. The great SARS. Mm. Not SARS again. Mm. How about I laughed my head off? CDC, I, I know I'm Speedy. talking a lot about our brethren on Blaze. Glenn Beck, you had me laughing so hard yesterday. <laughs> there was some story about some couch that somebody had gotten and, and the woman had, had money in it, and woman yeah. had donated oh, yeah. it. What a, yeah, gave it back. Forty-three thousand. What yeah. a what a great line. Glenn Beck says, "See, see, that would never happen to me." He goes, "You know what I would find in some old couch?" He said, "I would find a dead, deceased heroin addict who had SARS." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. He said there would be a body of a yep. heroin addict uh-huh. in my couch who had SARS. That's oh, what I that's would it. do. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> Golly. Oh, wow. That was uh, And it sounds like that it's getting returned, right? Yeah. 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 And he who, doesn't legally have to return it. Who puts no. $43,000 in a couch? Somebody who just, it was an elderly person that had passed on and their yeah. family got rid of the couch didn't realize they were hiding He, money. Did, he didn't right. trust the banks, Bubba. Yeah. Had 43 k hidden in the couch. Don't yeah. trust the couch. Yeah, lean in for those last words. <laughs> yeah. Top of the hour. We'll be right back.
Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.